So we're holding by Shmuel Bey's word. Perak Yotaris Pasuklam Zion, the learning tonight should be as Chosi Lunish Masabachil Mechel Ben Asher and Yechaskal Shraka Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Chos for Fushlam of Maish Ben Miriam, Yosef Menach Mechava, Yom Tov Ben Zatamash, and Shmuel Doib Ben Rivka Fega. So we're in the middle of Barzilai's response to David when David wants to honor him, wants to um, reward him for his support of David during David's running away from Yushalayim from during the rebellion of Avshalim. And Barzillai declines the offer we saw in Pasuk Lamed Hei Lamed Vav saying that he's too old and he would be a burden for the king rather than uh, appreciate the reward that uh, David wants to offer him. So in Pasuk Lamed Zion, Barzillai continues his words. He says, I will accompany the king across the Yardin for a little bit. Why should the king reward me with this reward? So the Mitzutis explains that Barzillai says to David, Instead of accepting your offer, I will accompany the king uh, a little bit further across the Yardin, then I will return home. Because if you really want to repay me, why repay me with something that won't, be, won't benefit me, that I won't really um, fully appreciate? The Malbim explains that, um, the Malbim sees that each of the Psukim, Barzillai is offering a different uh, uh, response, a different counter to David's offer. So in this Pasuk, Pasuk Laman Zion is, Barzillai's third argument where he says that why does the king want to honor me with such a tremendous honor of residing near the king and, and permanently having a seat by the king's table? If it's for this little uh, good or this little uh, taiva that I'm doing to the king that I'm accompanying the king, then I don't deserve such a large reward. I, reserve, I deserve a minor reward. This is enough. Uh, that I'm just accompanying the king, it's not such a large action. So Barzillai downplays his uh, activity. Barzillai downplays the impact that he actually had and the benefit that he actually provided for David in the past, saying, I haven't done that much. All I'm doing now is accompanying the king. I don't deserve a reward for much more than uh, slightly accompanying the king. So Barzillai continues, in Pasuk Lamed Ches, Yashav na avdecha, let your servant return, I would rather die in my own city, and near the grave of my father and my mother. So he's basically saying, I would like to be buried in my ancestral graveyard. And behold, your servant Chimham, which means Barzillai's son Chimham, will cross with my master, the king. So let Chimham, my son, take my place. And you can do what is, to him what is proper in your eyes. So instead of me receiving the reward, who is old and would prefer to stay in my own city because I'm going to pass away soon anyway, let my son take my place and him you can reward as you see fit. So the Mabam explains that this is Barzillai's fourth argument. He says, even with all of my previous arguments, if the king still wants to do good for me and still wants to benefit me, then let Chimham, my son, take my place because my time is coming soon. I'm going to pass on. And my son, who is Chimham, who is due to inherit me, let him inherit this reward as well. And instead of doing good for me, why don't you benefit him? Let him stand in my place since he's due to inherit me anyway. The Kliyakar explains that there's a Musa to be learned from this, which is that even though when people go to a Levaya or when people hear that someone passes away, it certainly impacts a person and has them thinking about their own time that may come after 120. But when a person sees the, uh, the gravesite of their parent 
of their uh, ancestor, that impacts them more because of the concept of Misa of a similabandim, which is what happened to a parent is a simon for the child. So when you see the gravesite of a parent, that impacts you more and it makes you think even more about your own time coming, especially if a person is of an advanced age. So therefore, uh, Barzillai says to David, that as long as I am near the gravesite of my parents and I see them, it's like I can feel death coming any day. And for that reason, I want to stay behind. I want to have that constant reminder that I don't have much time left, as opposed to coming with you where it would be out of sight, out of mind. And the Kliyakar says that's why he doesn't say that I'll be buried with my ancestors, but rather I will die in my city, meaning that he's talking that every day he feels as if he's dying in a sense that every day he feels that he's close to death. When he uh, sees the gravesite of his parents, he knows that his end is coming very, very soon. Sefer Hasidim says that besides the benefit that is provided or the impact that it has on the person that's alive, the Sefer Hasidim says that also there's a Hanoah to the Mason, to the Nifter, when people visit their gravesite. And for that reason, he says, Amos Be'iri, that I want to die in my own city so that when I am no longer here, my descendants will be near my, they'll live near my gravesite and they'll visit me often. That will provide a benefit for my neshama, as well as the fact that when they need something and they come and they daven, they're mispalel, near my kever, I'm able to um, 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 go up and, and daven for them and advocate for them in Shemayim. So that besides the impact of reminding a person of Yaimisa, there's also a benefit that happens for the nifter, and then the nifter is then able to advocate for their own descendants that are still alive. The In the Sefer Masakar, so he brings down that he once went to Chaim Kanievsky to ask him, about a relative of his that was sick. He asked him what he should do in order to be Ma'ira Rachmanos from Shemayim. Chaim told him, go daven at the, at the gravesite of the parents of this relative because the parents feel the tsar of their descendant and they are more appropriate. They'll be margishit more. They'll feel it more. And in that way, they'll go and be Ma'ira Rachmei Shemayim. Similar story he brings down from someone by the name of Rebbe Sion Mutsafi, who set over from his father. So Rebbe Sion's father was 28 years old when Rebbe Sion's grandfather passed away at the age of 58. So Rebbe Sion's father was very upset that his father passed away at the age of 58. He was worried that maybe his father did some sort of Avera or that maybe he was lacking in some mitzvah. And for that reason, he was taken before his time. He wasn't even 60 years old. And so every day for a month, Rebbe Sion's father, right, the son of the deceased, the son of the nifter, went to the Beisach Faris and he was crying bitterly. What could he do for his father? Was his father okay? Was his father being punished for some Avera? And he was very upset for a month. He says, at the end of the month, the father of the nifter came to him in a dream. So this is Rebbe Sion's great-grandfather came to Rebbe Sion's father in a dream. And he told him that, he said, you should stop, that you have caused such a rash, you've caused such a commotion in Shemayim, in Gan Eden, amongst all of the people in that Beis HaKvaros, that they're all in a rash, that, that Rebbe Sion's grandfather, that the Nifter was taken at such a young age, they're all crawling out and there's such a commotion in Shemayim, you stirred things up that everyone in, the, in that Beis HaKvaros heard you, and there's such a commotion, you need to calm down, your father's in Shemayim, it's okay, everything's okay, and so you see here both the power of Tefillah and also that even though someone passes away, but 
when you go and you daven by the kever, there is a special koyach, and that there is something that happens in Shemayim, that a person, that a nifter, is able to advocate for those that are alive, and this is uh, what the Sefer Hasidim says, Barzillai was, was reminding David that he would prefer to die in his own city so that he would be eligible and he would be able to advocate for his children if they needed him after he passed away.